0: Hello and welcome to the program, a UFO warning. Today's topic is from History.com and it's an article titled, How the CIA Tried to Quell UFO Panic During the Cold War. Written by Becky Little, the subtitle says, Amid reports of flying saucers swarming the nation's capital, the intelligence agency realized it needed a PR strategy article begins in January 1953. The fledgling Central Intelligence Agency had a thorny situation on its hands. Reports of UFO sightings were mushrooming around the country. Press accounts were fanning public fascination and concern, so the CIA convened a group of scientists to investigate whether these unknown phenomena in the sky represented a national security threat. But there was something else at a time when Growing Cold War anxiety about the Soviets' range from psychological warfare to wholesale nuclear annihilation, the U.S. government worried about the prospect of a growing national hysteria. In the previous year, UFOs had begun to figure prominently in the public conversation. In April 1952, the popular magazine Life published a story titled, Have We Visitors from Space?, that promised to offer scientific evidence that there is a real case for interplanetary saucers. In July that year, newspaper headlines around the country blared reports of flying saucers swarming Washington, D.C. Between March and June that year, the number of UFO sightings officially reported to the U.S. Air Force jumped from 23 to 148. Given all the attention UFOs were getting, the CIA decided it needed a national policy policy for what should be told to the public regarding the phenomena in order to minimize risk of panic. It goes on. The Robertson Report. The real enemy is hysteria. To this end, the CIA's Office of Central Intelligence collaborated with Howard Howard Percy Robertson, a professor of mathematical physics at the California Institute of Technology, to gather a panel of non-military scientists. The Robertson panel met for a few days in January 1953 to review Air Force records about UFO sightings going back to 1947. Project Blue Book, which had started in 1952, was the latest information of the Air Force's UFO investigative Teams, After interviewing project members Captain Edward J. Rupert and astronomer J. Allen Hynek, the panel concluded that many sightings Blue Book had tracked were in fact explainable. For example, after reviewing film taken from a UFO sighting near Great Falls, Montana on August 15, 1950, the panel concluded that the film actually showed was sunlight reflecting off the surface of two Air Force interceptor jets. The panel did actually see a potential threat to this phenomena, but it wasn't saucers and little green men. It was was the public itself, says John Greenwald, Jr., former founder of the Black Vault, an online archive of government documents. There was a concern that the general public, with their panic and hysteria, would overwhelm the resources of the U.S. government in a time of crisis. The CIA also seems to have feared foreign interference, says Nick Pope who worked for the U.K. Ministry of Defense UFO program from 1991 to 1994, specifically that the Soviets would find a way to use the huge level of public interest in UFOs to somehow manipulate, to cause panic, which then could be used to undermine national cohesiveness. The Robertson Report, which the CIA didn't release publicly until 1975, hints at this, suggesting mass hysteria over UFOs could lead to greater vulnerability to possible enemy psychological warfare. The article goes on teaching the public to be less gullible. An amateur ph- photograph of a flying saucer seen in Passanora, in New Jersey, in July 1952. And this was evidence from the CIA. To address these potential vulnerabilities, the panel suggested education programs to debunk UFO sightings and teach the public how to identify certain phenomena scientists on the panel suggested, teaching people with articles, TV shows, and movies, even proposing that the Walt Disney Corporation could help produce them. Such a program should lend to reduce the current gullibility of the public and their susceptibility to clever, hostile propaganda, the report noted. Did the government actually implement such programs, Leslie Kleene, author of UFO General Pilots and Government Officials Go on the Record, points to one likely example, a television spatial put on by Walter Concrete in 1966 called UFO, Friend, Foe, or Fantasy. We have a record that one of the people on the Robertson panel wrote a letter to another person who was on the Robertson panel, says Keen, and said that he, quote, helped organize the CBS TV show around the Robertson panel conclusions, just as the panel has suggested the program focused on debunking UFO sightings. Well, imagine that. Even back in the early 1950s, the CIA wasn't focused on finding out what these UFOs are, or, or at least if they were, they weren't telling us about it, but what they were focused on was debunking reports sent in by honest people. They were focused on debooking photographs taken by observers. And remember, this is 1952, 53. this is before we have a lot of Photoshop. But that didn't matter to the CIA because they tell you what they think of you. The whole, basically the whole deep state there tells you what they think of you. They think of you as children. And if people thought about the fact that there are UFOs that might undermine the authority and the power of the deep state. That's what I believe the real motive here is. The real motive is not about stopping the public from panicking. The real motive is to maintain the notion that the deep state is the most powerful entity on earth and that nothing can threaten that. And if UFOs are observed, and if it becomes called common knowledge of this phenomenon is real, then the deep state can no longer present itself as the ultimate authority on Earth. Now the article goes on, the Condon Report, where its findings are foregone conclusion. Between 1966 and 1968, the government called for another lengthier scientific inquiry into Planet Blue Book, led by physicist Edward U. Condon. Though the CIA had some involvement with the Condon Committee, it was commissioned by the U.S. Air Force and conducted by scientists at the University of Colorado, and its report was immediately available to the public. Like the Robertson Panel, it concluded UFOs posed no threat to the U.S. and that most sightings could be easily explained. In addition, it suggested that the Air Force, in Project Blue Book's investigation into UFOs, which it did in 1969. Many people who study UFO sightings have suggested that the government never really allowed the Robertson Panel, the Condon Committee, or even Project Blue Book to review the most sensitive UFO sightings, incidents that may have contained classified information. One of the main pieces of evidence for this is a 1969 memo signed by Brigadier General Carol H. Bolander, suggesting the U.S. Air Force hadn't shared all UFO sightings with the Project Blue Book and would continue to investigate sightings that could present a national security threat after the project ended. Critics have also suggested that the real goal of the Robertson panel, the Condom Committee, and or Project Blue Book was never to identify what was really going on with UFO sightings, but simply to assuage the public concern about them. If true, this would not necessarily mean the government had information about extraterrestrials it wanted to conceal. In some cases, the government may have been trying to cover up its own activities. Since Project Blue Book's end, the CIA has admitted that more than half of the UFO reports the government received in the late 1950s and into the 1960s were related to U-2 and oxcart spy flights by the U.S. government. Because the government didn't want the public to know about these clandestine flights, members of Project Blue Book would often explain away such sightings by linking them to natural phenomena, such as ice crystals and temperature inversions, writes Gerald K. Haynes, an historian for the CIA's National Reconnaissance Office. In 2014, the CIA smugly tweeted about the ruse. Remember reports of unusual activities in the skies in the 1950s? That was us. You know, the fact that they have to tweet out, out a debunking tweet in, in 2014 saying, remember that was us, it makes you wonder, are they that afraid of the phenomena of UFOs or are they complicit with it? Now it says here that half of the UFOs spotted in the 50s were uh, top secret spy planes. Well, what about the other half? And when you take away the false reports or the mistaken identities, you still end up with a core group of unexplained UFO sightings. And it's clear that these specifically are what the CIA are afraid of. It's what the deep state in general is afraid of. Now, we have to ask ourselves, are they afraid of these things just because they represent a threat to their power Or are they afraid of these things because they are already in collusion with the UFO phenomena, whatever that is? And are we living truly on a prison planet, as they say? Now if you like the show, stop by the Anchor website. You can subscribe and you can also sponsor the show. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.